WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Tom. I'm Anja. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we head to the fair. We share those tell me something good stories, share a little more about our teams, and Tom has the deep cut. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Fairs are in full swing again. So it's time to dream a little. Imagine that you're headed to your local fair and you can pick up one food from the food wagons and one main event to enjoy at the fair. What are you picking? Let me just give you an example. Maybe you grab an elephant ear to watch at the tractor pull, something like that. All right, Kathy, what do you got? Okay, so I'm going to go back to the Washington State Fair because I haven't been to one here in Michigan yet. Okay. So I'm just going to pick some of my favorites from there. The Poroshki or the Poroshki, you guys know what those are? No. It's a Poroshki. It's a, a small Russian pastry that's filled with meat. It's like oh. a pierogi kind yeah, it's of. Like yeah, like a pierogi, but a pierogi instead pierogi. of oh. potatoes, meat. It's yeah. so good. It, it makes good. it a little more Russian if you say ski. Yeah. Oh, pierogi. Sounds like a pasty. A pasty. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I recommend it. So not healthy at all, which is perfect because it's the fair. And then I'm going to go to the. This was kind of our tradition was to go to the Christian concert night because there was usually one featured Christian concert night. Yeah. And uh, we've been to several. We saw Lauren Daigle with Zach Williams and we saw uh, For King and Country. We saw um, uh, Toby Mac. So we've seen some good ones and that was kind of our thing that we did. So that's what I would do. All right. Uh, I would probably go to the, uh, there's a fair, the county fair in Lowell that they have. Yeah. Um, and there's just a lot of livestock there. So I'd get an elephant ear. Uh, that is my favorite, mm-hmm. uh, incidentally. And uh, I go look at the livestock and the animals, like the cows. They're enormous. They're yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, all, the, all the bunnies, you can see them. Uh, you know, those cows, they, they just kind of lay down. You almost want to cuddle with them. You know, <laughs> yeah. they just look so oh, yeah. peaceful wow. and yeah. calm. Mm-hmm. So, I dare uh, you next time. That's <laughs> something I, I love to do with the kids and my wife. We we go around, we look at the livestock, we ride the rides, and uh, we get those elephant ears. So Cuddle cows uh, instead of tipping. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. So yeah. much nicer. Show a little love. Yeah. yeah, the farmers like that more, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you doing cuddling my cow? you gotta, you got to tell them about it first that that's yes. what you're going to do. You, yes. don't, you don't just show up and just jump right in. That's right. permission. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm not going to tip her. I'm just going to. So I don't have any particular fair in mind. I'm just imagining kind of a generic, uh, you know, country fair. And I'm going uh, with one of those giant turkey legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. the big old drumstick. That's some meat. Me That's right. Stick. That's right. You <laughs> Renaissance fair style. Yeah. 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 yeah, you don't need a plate. You don't need utensils. Just you know, just one hand. I feel like a caveman as you're walking yeah. around. You can kind of just like take your time with that. And I think. I'm going to go for the event. I got to do the demolition derby, you yeah. know, because, oh, you know, oh, horsepower right. and mm-hmm. destruction. Yeah. That's all I need. You're such a man. Yeah. And destruction. <laughs> yes. There you go. There you go, Steve. <laughs> so I've been to several fairs in Michigan. You know, we have wonderful fairs here, but I toured the country years ago, about, and I mean 20, 25 years ago, and I ended up at the New Mexico State Fair. Oh, wow. And it was one of the most amazing experiences because at the time it was split. 
So, and I don't know if this is something they do now, but it was split. So half of it was Native American and the other half was a Mexican. And I am Mexican, so I thought this was really cool. And uh, we went through and they didn't have any of the food we have. Like everything was authentic to what was ever going on at that particular booth. That's awesome. Oh, it was so cool. And they had, you know, of course they had horses and and those sorts of things, but they had basket weavers and, you know, people that were making ponchos. And I mean, it was the coolest. So if I could go to a state fair, I would want to go back No doubt. That's pretty cool. Corn tortillas, authentic Mexican food. Artisans doing their thing. Oh, it was so good. Sounds like a field trip. Let's do it. Yeah. Tell me something good. Time to spread a little of that good news with Tell Me Something Good. Tom, what story did you bring us? Uh, yeah, I brought a neat story about a pianist at an airport and a influencer who helped him out. Uh, I, I think a lot of times we think influencer and we think kind of two-dimensional, maybe mm-hmm. just about style and things like that. But Carlos Whitaker, he's an influencer and motivational speaker. He's got about 208,000 Instagram followers. Mm. He was uh, waiting for his flight on a layover on his way back to Nashville. Uh, over the weekend recently, he heard a pianist, his name is uh, Tone Valentine, he, he was playing his heart out apparently, um, and he spoke with Valentine, learned that he was suffering from kidney disease. He undergoes dialysis every night for like nine hours before playing piano at the airport. Um, so he decided to kind of pay it forward. He put a call into action to his Instagram followers, and in just half an hour, Whitaker was able to raise $10,000 in tips. Um, Stop Yeah, it. in the next wow. 24 hours, he raised about $61,000, and at last count, he has more than $70,000 raised uh, this past Sunday. So wow. pretty neat. Uh, he yeah. said to him, you're changing people's lives, and uh, that about 170,000 strangers loved his piano playing. So just a neat story about... An influencer looking out for someone who you know has a backstory. I mean, we see these people in our lives. We don't know what their backstory is. Maybe they're just playing piano in the mm-hmm. background at an hmm. airport. But uh, this man was suffering, and but still comes to bring people joy every day. I love that by playing that piano. So neat. And neat way to use your influence for good Absolutely. for someone else. That's yeah. amazing. For sure. Well, my story comes from Springfield, Missouri. So a real estate agent, Linda Brown, she and her husband had a heart for homeless. So they would have. a nightly drop-in shelter where homeless people would eat, shower, and do laundry, but she realized she didn't think that was enough. Mm. So in 2018, she raised, oh, nearly $5 million and opened Eden Village. It's 31 tiny homes that are now occupied by people who would normally be living on the streets, chronic Mm -hmm. um, homeless. So the movement, the root cause of a person's homelessness, she says, cannot be thoroughly addressed until his or her immediate housing needs are met. Mm -hmm. So the folks that live there, they generally receive um, some state aid, and that covers their $300 a month rent, Mm -hmm. which includes all of their utilities. Um, And then there's a community center and all kinds of wonderful things. A medical staff uh, is on site as well for these folks. And they're welcome to stay as long as they want to, as long as they are continuing to be good neighbors. Hmm. But what's wonderful is there are now 34 other communities making plans across the country. Oh, that's neat. Wow, they're so doing something. In the same way. Spreading. Huh? Yep, yeah, all in the same really way neat. called Eden Village. That's cool. really cool. I love that because yeah. so many times people look at homeless people and they're, they judge and they're just like, oh, you know, this is an eyesore for our city, but this person was doing something about it and helping others out. So I think that's awesome. That's good. Yes, mm-hmm. that's good stuff. 
Well, my story is about a little boy named Meyer, uh, five-year-old Meyer Mixdorf. He was a patient at Children's Mercy uh, in Kansas City, Missouri back in May, and he made a mystery friend. Her mm-hmm. name was Joanna Schindelbeck, and uh, she was an employee of Truman Medical, which uh, had offices across the street from uh, Meyer's hospital. He'd been diagnosed with brain cancer mm-hmm. in uh, just this past December, and he was taken to Children's Mercy to receive treatment. Uh, five months into that treatment, Meyer's parents decided to arrange sticky notes in the shape of a smiley face on Meyer's window to lift his spirits. Uh, He'd had a difficult stem cell transplant. Mm -hmm. Well, the family never knew that they would be receiving a winky face in (laughs) response to their artwork the next day. Uh, They noticed the post-it message uh, across the street. Ah, Joanna, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And they went back and forth sending these little emojis uh, through sticky notes on their windows. That's That's amazing. Uh, It was really entertaining, uplifting, uh, an activity that Meyer looked forward to every day, yeah, his mother said. Uh, eventually, the family agreed to up the game and do something fun. They changed their window designs to look like Nintendo's Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, their <laughs> sticky note artwork was met with an equally elaborate rose from across the street. Stop it. Yeah, Meyer and his parents worked through other iconic characters, including Iron Man, Batman, the Minions, mm-hmm. and more. And creative designs uh, were put out there every time they sent one back, or Joanna sent one back. Now, on her side, she had no idea she was communicating with a pediatric patient Uh, she recruited office colleagues to help with you know things getting a little more complicated and on occasion she'd have to order specific colors online Uh, she (laughs) She accepted donations from friends to do this eventually Joanna did catch a glimpse of Meyer through the window and figured out that he was staying on the oncology floor the sticky note routine carried on for several weeks while uh, while Meyer uh, had to stay at the children's hospital uh, and go through uh, at least three chemo treatments. Um, she, uh, the mom said it was a real challenge because you know Meyer couldn't see his four siblings or uh, you know in person or spend time with other patients because of the you know hospital's playroom being closed, <laughs> yeah. COVID nineteen and everything. Well, it turns out Joanna and the mixed door family members. Uh, who had to keep their social distance were able to find Meyer's room every time he moved because of the sticky note design (laughs) that was up on the window. (laughs) And uh, just this uh, couple weeks ago, July 13, uh, his MRI came back clear and he was discharged from the hospital. He even got a chance to meet Joanna and the other Truman medical staff that had made his days brighter. Uh, Joanna recalled, I knew it was him. As soon as I saw him, I just started crying. Turns out Joanna had lost two older brothers to cancer um, years ago. So now Meyer's back home with his family in Arkansas. Uh, He can enjoy the outdoors. His mom says kindness really does go a long way, and I'm learning to be grateful for the little things. On the other hand, Joanna is astounded that a pack of Post-it notes and an acknowledgement of a smile brought her and Meyer together. She says it just took a kind heart and somebody paying attention to what somebody else might need. Uh, Just be there, even when you don't know what to do or what to say so what a great lesson what a great story using your artistic talent and post-it notes that's super cool that's so creative i love that all right so my story comes from china it's about a man who was reunited with his family after 24 years in september 1997 two-year-old guo jr was kidnapped just outside his home in rural china Hmm. over 500 volunteer workers searched the area but the search it proved futile and that's when mr guo uh, embarked on his own journey to find his son. 
So he got on a motorcycle, put two flags on the back of his bike. One had a picture, they had a picture of his son, and then he headed across China. And by the way, China is, it's not a small country. No. It's, a, it's a big land. Right. <laughs> um, he covered over 310,000 miles, drove across 31 provinces, and he went through his life savings and uh, w- wore out 10 motorcycles. And um, in 2015, his story inspired a movie called Lost in Love. Did you have you guys ever heard of it? No, I hadn't either. I want to watch it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but this story, he tells. I mean, he tells his story, and it raised awareness of child trafficking. It also reunited several families with their own lost children. Um, but his own story was unresolved and seemed hopeless until last month, June 2021. Chinese police found Guo's son using a national DNA database, and on July 11th, the parents hugged their now adult son, who's a teacher that was living in a nearby province. He's he's now grown up, and Hmm. um, this story just inspired many just to never give up and never lose hope. Well, we always say it, it takes a team, so it's time to learn a little more about our teams here at WCSG. We got a, a couple of co-host teams in here yeah, right now, yeah. so uh, we, we want to see maybe if we can describe our on-air co-host in five, count them five words. You want to lead us five off, Steve? Words. I was just going to go with a sentence and say, hey, it's my sister, y'all. Is that five? Um, but I was like, by now, pretty much people know that. I know that. Uh, so I decided to go with just five descriptors off mm-hmm. the top of my head. Uh, I came up with teachable, optimistic, curious, creative, and I was going to say silly, but my wife was like, no, say fun, because silly might sound derogatory. But she is. <laughs> I'd have taken it. Silly yeah. and fun. Yeah. So there's my words about my co host, Kathy. That's sweet. And you know her well. I do. Because she is your sister. She's your sister, y'all. Since I was born. Yeah. This is so much fun for me. I've been like, how can I just love affirming Steve and uh, uh, oh affirming boy. other people? But that's um, nice. hilarious was my first one. I was like, that's the number one. Always makes me laugh. People think I'm messing up, but really, he's just making me laugh. So it's his fault. <laughs> yes. Um, number two is protector. So as a child, obviously, he was like big brother, protector. But I've seen it with your family, and like mm. you're very, you know, protective of your wife. You stand up for her, and like your grandkids. It's just beautiful, and I love. I've really loved watching the adult protector. Um, mm-hmm. Number three, intelligent. He knows a lot about a lot. Oh my goodness, <laughs> he's really surprised me. I'm getting to know that more and more every day. Mm. And then number four, sandwiches. Because he likes sandwiches and it's got a lot of layers. You like that? Oh, a lot nice. Of layers. And then number five, he's a hard worker, but that's not my word. My word is provider. Oh, I would okay. sing it for you, but yeah. no, yeah. you do that better. Just a little Cade Thompson. Provider. There it is. Um, but yes, he's a really hard worker. He does a lot to provide. And so, in all seriousness, that is true, Aww. but also to be silly. Nice. Thank Very you. Sweet. Thank oh, you. that's awesome. Mm. I will go next. I came up with um, five words. So, Tom is not my brother. Right. <laughs> brother in Jesus. And, but we do have a lot of family members in common. We've known each other for years, and mm-hmm. our family, our families have a lot of history, a lot of background mm-hmm. together. So, um, I feel very good about saying these five words uh-huh. to describe Tom because I think they truly, they're, they're definitely how I feel about him. He is God-fearing. Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Truly one of the most talented men I've ever worked mm-hmm. with. Wow. Uh, absolutely talented. And then the last three are, I think, the embody who Tom is completely. Oh, wow. Dad, 
husband and friend. Aww, mm-hmm. Thank nice. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's very I, sweet. I concur. Yours better be good. Yeah. I did not. I did not. <laughs> it is. She buttered you up. Uh, you better I, make it. I went the other way. I did, I did not go for descriptors. I just went for a sentence. Okay. And I said, she loves her friends well. Oh, mm. thank you. You know, I, I've, yeah. I've spent some time with you, especially lately as we've been co-hosts, and I just see uh, how much you care about friendships, how much you care about your oh. friends, how much you invest in mm-hmm. those friends, um, and how much even that, that maybe when something goes wrong in a friendship, it, it really it really hurts your heart, mm-hmm. and, you, and you look to, to make that good. You, you look to, you know, iron that out. You don't abandon the moment, but you, you go in and you speak into it. You, you, you go and you find the truth. You... You work to uh, reestablish those those friendships, those relationships. So I just think that's really amazing that's about you. Mm-hmm. And 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 yeah. you know, it, it really is neat to to see how kind you are uh, to the people you love. Oh, I'm so, so touched. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I Tom. love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Group hug. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out about WCSG Backstage podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Learn more at wcsg.org with the keyword backstage. So each show, we like to wrap up things with a deep cut. Mm -hmm. Tom, what'd you bring us? Yeah, I I have a deep cut from Leanna Crawford today. Um, I just heard this song recently. It is just a really neat song. Uh, It's called Mean Girls. And uh, it's it's just about how words hurt, how yeah. uh, how those words can stay with us uh, even into our adult years. Uh, people who might speak to us in a, a way that's hurtful or, or put us down, um, it, it really cuts deep. So uh, I think a great song for um, young women, especially, yeah. um, but uh, for anybody really who's been uh, who's been hurt by someone's words. So Leanna Crawford, Mean Girls, a really neat song and a really right. sweet song. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm Tom. I'm Angela. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. Mean girls don't remember what they said. Well, it's funny because I can't seem to forget. Their whispers opened up the door to a world called insecure no mean girls don't remember what they said sticks and stones may break my bones but no one ever warned me about words i smile and i pretend it Shame. 